स्पाइस रेडियो 1200 एम पर यह है द मॉर्निंग बस यो विद मी नताशा लॉन्ग विद मी इज मनकिरन द वैंकूवर स्काइज आर गियरिंग अप फॉर अ विजुअल ट्रीट दिस मंथ एंड टू टेल अस ऑल अबाउट इट वी हैव ऑन द शो अ प्रोफेशनल एस्ट्रोनॉमर एंड एस्ट्रोनॉमी प्रोफेसर एंड द डायरेक्टर ऑफ द एसएफयू ऑब्जर्वेटरी शी आल्सो रन्स द एसएफयूस पब्लिक प्रोग्राम स्टारी नाइट्स व्हिच हैपेंस ऑफ कोर्स एट एसएफयू हर नेम इज डॉक्टर जोआना वो अ वेरी वार्म वेलकम टू द शो जोआना Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, North America will experience a rare annular solar eclipse this Saturday. So you're in Vancouver. What do we expect to see? So in Vancouver, if the weather is is favorable, which unfortunately it doesn't look promising so far, but we can still hope. Um, but if uh, if it if the weather does clear up, then we'll we'll be able to see a partial eclipse here in Vancouver. Uh, close to about 80% of the sun will be covered up by the moon so it will be it will start at around 8 in the morning and then it'll uh the maximum eclipse will be around 9:15 or so and then it will end at around 10:30 in the morning so uh yeah it's we're definitely worth waking up for because solar eclipses are not very common to see so uh yeah it's definitely worth waking up for You know, solar eclipses have always intrigued the imagination, and there are stories in ancient times that you know it would bring great evil, and there's like a lot of negativity associated with. So, will the sky go dark, and you know, will will our early morning look like night? Yeah, so it's such a great question. So, uh, the the real dark part of an eclipse only happens during a total solar eclipse, and that's not what this eclipse is going to be like. uh but it will get noticeably darker it will feel a little bit like it's it's a uh, cloudy like a, some dark clouds are in front of the sun but it's actually the moon um that's blocking a lot of the light and so, just- unfortunately we're not going to see totality um the path of uh, in fact nobody's going to see totality this time um the maximum eclipse the the most that that the moon the sun will be covered by the moon will be um about like just over 90% but the moon will be slightly too far to cover the whole sun but instead we're going to see a bit of a ring of the sun around the moon a kind of a ring of fire and you have to be in Oregon or Nevada or Utah or New Mexico in order to see that uh, I think Texas it also goes through Texas as well but um here in Vancouver we'll see about 80% covered 80% is good enough <laughs> and yeah. and just as a refresher course for people who get confused between solar and lunar and I'm talking about myself what happens during a solar eclipse a uh, so that's a great question yes it can be confusing because they're both eclipses so what happens during a solar eclipse is that the moon passes in between the sun and the earth so that the shadow of the moon falls upon the earth so that's that's what happens so a lunar eclipse is is the opposite when the earth is between the sun and the moon and so the moon goes through the shadow of the earth and so a, there is going to be a lunar eclipse at the end of the month actually but unfortunately we won't be able to see it in Vancouver it'll be more visible in Europe, Africa and Asia um basically the night side of the earth uh when when that happens and we're going to be in the daytime unfortunately uh but lunar eclipses are a lot more common because uh because the the entire night side of the planet can see it so we actually do there will be there will be another lunar eclipse next year um lunar eclipses are far more common and what's so special about this solar eclipse this solar eclipse is an annular solar eclipse as i was saying so those are <clears throat> are not as common either among 
excuse me, among uh, solar eclipses. So an annular eclipse, again, is when the the moon's orbit around the Earth is not exactly circular, so it's a little bit of an oval shape, and so there's a point in the orbit where the moon is a little bit too far away for it to cover the entire sun. So, you know, things look smaller as they're farther away. So the moon will look a little bit smaller in that part of its orbit. Um, It's called the apogee, uh, part of the orbit that the moon where it's farther away, it's called the apogee, and it'll be a little bit too small to cover the entire sun. So that's why it, it, you'll still see a ring of fire of the sun if you're standing in, um, in the states that I mentioned earlier, in Oregon and Nevada. And it will be a while since we see another annular ring of fire kind of solar eclipse, right? Uh, pardon me, see that, say it again? It will take another f- couple of years or more to see another annular solar eclipse. Is that correct? Yes. The, uh, annular solar eclipses, I believe there is another one next year, actually, but it won't be in our part of the world. I mm-hmm. believe it'll be in, like, uh, South America, uh, in, the, like, the very tip of South America. We'll see it, but we won't, we won't be able to see it in Vancouver. Oh, okay. So now we have to make the most of what's coming up this weekend. Now, Joanna, why do solar eclipses have such a bad name? Solar eclipses. Okay, so... Um, in, in ancient times, um, you know, if you, if you experience a total solar eclipse, there is going to be one, by the way. There's a total solar eclipse next year in April. It won't be in Vancouver, but it'll be in a lot of the eastern United States. Uh, so uh, if you experience a total solar eclipse, it really is an amazing experience where the sky really does turn completely dark. You can start to see the stars. You can see the corona of the sun, which is the atmosphere of the sun. And uh, the birds stop chirping, and the, the the crickets start chirping, and it just—it's an amazing experience of, of just only a few minutes, but it's completely awe-inspiring. And I can understand why ancient people thought it was terrifying because everything changed. Um, but it's it's an absolutely spectacular experience. I recommend to anyone who has a chance to go and see a total solar eclipse. And there is one. There is one in uh, in April. Oh, that's exciting. That sounds super exciting. In fact, in our part of the world, uh, in India, we have so many superstitions related to solar eclipse. We, we ask pregnant women not to chop things. We, 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 we don't do certain things, you know, regular day-to-day chores during a solar eclipse. But yes, you have a couple of myths you want to bust. One is what we shouldn't do or what we should do during a solar eclipse. Okay, so great question. If you want to watch a solar eclipse, you should definitely wear protective eyewear. So we were organizing uh, an event here at SFU on Saturday, the 14th, when the solar eclipse is going to happen. And we have an event organized, and we were going to give out uh, solar eclipse glasses. However, this was weather permitting. So if the weather doesn't permit, then unfortunately we're going to have to cancel the event. Um, But you cannot look at the sun directly with your eyes. You need to use protective eyewear. So we, we did have those glasses. We were also going to bring out our solar telescopes and things like that. But um, the event was going to start at 8 o'clock, going from 8 to 10.30, but um, this is weather permitting only. So what happens when people are on the road? They just don't look at the sun, right? Oh, yeah. We should never look at the sun at any time, actually. So if you're on the road and you're driving, yeah, never, never look at the sun because it can damage your eyes and you could go blind if you look directly at the sun. Wow. Okay, that's just a reminder for everyone. You need to really take care. And it's just not any glasses. They're specific solar glasses that you need to use. 
That's right. So where do we get them? One is, of course, from SFU. Anywhere else that we can grab a hold of these glasses? I'm not entirely sure. I think that there are, I mean, we, you could you could order them on Amazon, but you do have to make sure that they are safe. The safety rating is, is, um, is good. Another thing that you can do is get welder's glass, welder's glass number 14. That is a type of glass that is safe enough to use to look at the sun as well. What about looking at the reflection in a mirror? Uh, that is, uh, if the mirror is just a regular mirror, that would not be, it would still not be okay. It would be too bright. Oh. It could blind you if you looked at the sun through a mirror. I don't know how I got this bright idea, but well, don't do that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Joanna, for you know, shedding light on what we need to do or not to do. But before I let you go, I know you have this amazing public program called Starry Nights. Tell us a little bit about it and how can our listeners find out more about what's happening at Starry Nights? At oh, yeah. Yeah, so we run Starry Nights every Friday night at the observatory where we open the observatory to the public for free. You just show up and come in and take a look at whatever we're looking at in the telescope. So Friday night, usually we start around an hour after sunset or so, and sunset changes throughout the year. Um, And so right now we're starting at 8 o'clock on a Friday night, if the weather is good. So every Friday night. Um, Except the one exception is the last Friday of the month, where we do it online instead. So we don't do it in person. We do it online. We're calling it Starry Nights Live. And uh, we, we have a, a stream on YouTube. We had a lot of requests from the public to, uh, to, to go back online because we were online during the pandemic, and a lot of people can't come in person. It's too late in the night or they're too far away. And so we, had, um, we asked our uh, email list, uh, how many people would appreciate an online event once a month, and, and 90% of them did. So, so that's what we're doing. Last Friday of the month is going to be online, but the rest of the Fridays will be in person at the Trottier Observatory. That's amazing. You can make it a date night, you know. Well, th- thank you so much, uh, Joanna, for your time this morning. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, you too.